Pouring liquor, rolling blunts back to back, trying to clear my mind. Lately, I've been thinking too much. All these signs of the reaper of time. Was I ever in my now? Will I ever be? A symbol of hope. Someone that can help you stay afloat. But I don't know. Lately, I've been having struggles myself. All the shit I'm fantasizing, need to hide some help. I've been leaning on bad habits in the worst ways. I need that mama mentality like Kobe. Before his accident, I was like Paul May. A little rascal, now I'm like Ote. I can't wait, I can't waste no more time. Got everybody's back, now I'm like, who's got mine? I keep on lying to myself, saying everything's fine. No one posts their real life, so I stay offline. That shit right there is depression for most They create their avatar start neglecting their hosts Got problems I get through, knowledge to sift through While political hacks is out here pulling these bitch moves I really would like a moment of silence But I feel the space just to stop from crying Got me like, I need 10, then 50 more A couple commas, then I gotta go I'm getting in, I'm getting out a mental robbery, that's without a doubt Mama, you ain't gotta stress no more Book you a flight, then I hop the wall to Mexico Stay a while, then I'm coming to help L.I.B. So take my presence as a present when you see me right now like a pit bull you gotta bite down see i was on a path came to a fork in the road and i laughed look at all my past fuck it go straight put my foot on the gas i've always been different and that's just the facts i keep pushing forward and never look back
Here we are, folks. Part two with Here Am I. Episode two of the Alternate Fields podcast. Here Am I. Here I Am is the title of this episode two. Here Am I. We're back with Here Am I. Lost in Time. Two hour first part. Uh, Try not to go too long with these, but this being the first uh, guest, and since we have such a depth of history together, there's many stories and many things that I wanted to make sure we got into um, based off of my log line and, and notes. Yeah. And hopefully... <laughs> There's some things to get into here. Right? Hopefully the part one wasn't... Uh, was interesting enough for you to follow through. Unfortunately, I'm probably not going to re-listen to these. They're just going to go out into the world. and I'm like all about that. And it's just what is what it is type thing. So, um, enjoy. So, in part one, we we tried to as best we can uh, touch on the points of developing uh, uh, the timeline of your story up to now. Uh, I know there's so much more. Yeah. Um, within all it. that, but that will surely be revealed as as time goes. Um, but for part two, um, if you followed us this far, you kind of have the sense of how we met, how our lives have intertwined, how they've influenced each other creatively and, and personally, and uh, uh, how it's still unfolding, uh, because we still are stronger than ever collaboratively as co-creators and supporters of each other's paths and uh, empowering that because very much we share a similar similar journey. Um, mm-hmm. So there's much to talk about from that, but uh, we've kind of got given you the gist of that to catch you up to speed. And in saying that, what are you currently working on? Music, scripts, children's books? Just give people a, a basic rundown. rundown of some things you are working on that haven't seen the light of day yet but besides and no pun intended the first single now that you've got out or the second single to Mm. the light which is now Mm, out again check that out people it was played in the first episode um and flow state which you just heard um was the first single but Mm -hmm. the first uh real music original music that uh, that you're starting to release now under here am i and with uh me uh being uh co-conspirator in producing and songwriting with you these songs and these projects that that you're you've been spearheading under the here my entity so tell us just about some of the fields that you've now been navigating and projects you've been creating in your own right word definitely yeah uh now uh up until this point um just i guess i've really been feeling like i've fallen into myself uh when it comes to uh um my continuous to like hone my skills like i i now am aware of the skills that i have i now understand like where i need to work on but i've built enough of a base and a foundation now to to the point where we've got all this music that that i've made and i finally am at the point where 
I can start releasing the music and be okay with adjusting my attention um, to my other projects and not feel like I'm, 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 I'm neglecting the music, you know, because it's that, that's this time, this unfortunate time with, uh, the pandemic and all the stuff that's been going on, it's even put me in that position where I haven't had to focus on acting, which has been a big focus for the last like nine years of my life and taking up a lot of my time in the best ways. But at this point, you know, it's really opened up time and is allowing me to focus in on the music more. You know, now I can, you know, I always have these ideas of how I want to release things and I, how I would love to be seen and, you know, how I'm giving people the art. So it's like, I don't want to just rush release things. So I've been building up until this point where now I can, I've got things that I feel and, and I know how to put together things like that, just with my backstory with Thomas and all that, like, um, flow state, you know, that video was just me and the camera, man. Um, and the cinematographer, uh, Jason Ho, you know, shout out to Jason Ho over at Dream 19. Um, he he and I, I just sent him the song and it was like, yo, this is kind of the idea and what I'm thinking about with like uh, these two songs. And we just got together and he rolled the camera and we walked around and played the music and just felt it out. You know, we made two music videos in a span of about four hours, I would say about four hours. And both of them, Flow State was one of them. The The video that I'm gonna release uh, made for, uh, that's coming out uh, um, September 4th. So if you're hearing this, it's probably already out there. Uh, it's the video and single I'm releasing along with uh, the release of the Act One project. Uh, and then I'm continuing to release, um, release a song after that. So it's definitely uh, like to get those videos done like that, that just shows like my efficiency with just getting, now I can get the music done like that. You and I have built this collaborative uh, routine and dance where we can, you know, get a beat, get a song. If it's laying around, like we don't have to talk about the relationship with the mic anymore you know we don't have to talk about certain things anymore we just get in get it done you know flow state was that you know it wasn't even meant to be what it turned out to be but we got in there and just i had some bars and some lines and we were trying to get people to get on the track for a really long time i was you know shooting shots and missing trying to get a future a feature because i I felt like it needed other voices on there. And then at some point, you know, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to do it, man. I'm just going to put my voice on there, you know, all the way up until the point where I had left the third verse open. And when we were recording it, you were like, dude, you should just finish it. <laughs> I was like, all right, you know, and I finished it, but that's how efficient we work. And then, Maybe three days after that, the video, which wasn't even an idea, it you know, unfortunate events happened with George Floyd on my way back to California. And that uh, video idea, you know, it left with me while I was flying. And it, it, it came down with me when I 
uh, landed, you know, and then we shot it the next weekend. Uh, so music wise, like the, 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 the machine is going, the machine is going over there. Acting wise, when everything comes back to life, I already know the machine is going over there, you know? Right. So and you've learned how to, you have experience learning how to navigate those fields now yeah. comfortably and confidently exactly. as an actor, as an artist, as a film uh, creator, yeah. um, to be able to handle a lot of that on your own yeah. and in close collaboration with others who you've developed with over time to where, like you said, there's a language, a creative language, a collaborative language that's been built and, you know, which allows for more free-flowing, more mm -hmm. effective, e executable ideas um, exactly. put into action. Exactly. And uh, what? So what else? Is there anything else so, that you want to? Yeah. So um, through this uh, COVID and pandemic times, it it's uh, kind of put me in the position now where you know I, I want to uh, uh, kind of put all of this skill sets that I've learned and all this creative juice that's flowing through me to to good use and get tax write-offs so i started a business you know here are my entertainments which will be the umbrella that's gonna kind of capture everything it is that i'm actually working on because music and acting is just a small portion of the pie um and where some of my more passion projects lie where um you know the world will see soon is in my children's book um, I started writing that children's book, uh, the I Can't series, um, you know, based off of this uh, idea and this phrase of us constantly using that that phrase I can't, you know, before we even without, especially kids, uh, especially kids, but as adults, I hear so much of 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 you know, family and friends saying what they can and they can't do, knowing damn well you can actually do it. Right. And I use and I got to the point where it was getting so much of a pet peeve, I just started calling people out on it and say, Don't say you can't do it because because you can. But start telling yourself that I don't want to do it. I'm choosing not to do it. Because because that is more accurate than you saying that you can't do it. You know, but you just won't, you're not willing to put forth the effort to do it is beyond Right, out yourself. of fear, out of uh, all of what that you shit. don't know uh, and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, which is understandable. In I get it. A kid's mind, you know, mm -hmm. they're afraid of what they don't know of. And, you know, if they get told to try something new, I can't, I can't. I can't do that. And that's where that bad habit starts to be formed. But this, what you're saying is, the format of this children's book is it kind of like short story form where like short, it's, it's like depicting 10 pages. A, a scenario that mm -hmm. you know that it's kind of like what was one of the the tying your um, shoes yeah one the one of the books is uh and and i've utilized i'm utilizing some my nieces and nephews um because i just love them so so dearly um i'm looking at giving most of the proceeds to benefit them um and and kids in their situation um just growing up as young youth that need a little bit of help and guidance to show them that they can do certain things but you know i, I my niece brooklyn she gets one of the books uh her hers is i can't brooklyn learns to tie her shoe um so there are these little 
moments in kids' history where they come to a challenge in their life of learning something new because that's all kids are doing their whole lives <laughs> up until they become big ass kids like myself. But when you're a little kid, it's 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 tough to to you know your body just you don't have it to know that what you can do. So Brooklyn was trying to tie her shoe like we booked a gig together that was great cuz it was about a dad um, teaching their daughter how to tie her shoes and the daughter Perfect. getting frustrated. Yeah, that's what spawned her book because she was really getting super frustrated on set um, trying to tie her shoe because she wanted to so bad, but she just couldn't. And she would just always be like, I can't do it. I can't do it. You know, and like, it's it's going great for what they're capturing because it's exactly what right. they can. But I'm here with my, with my niece, you know, and I'm, and I see... Like as an actor, I'm like, oh, this is, this is good. Just cry if you can, cry. Like, just shed a tear if you can. That will be perfect. But, but as a concerned uncle, I'm really trying to teach her, and I'm trying to like, I'm trying to talk her through this process of, no, you can do this. You just don't know how yet. But don't. Don't 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 uh, uh, stop yourself from learning how by you to saying that phrase, because once you say I can't do it, then your mind stops working to find the solution. Right. You know, and that's just the default response then, yeah. which can habituate into, you know, being closed off to a lot a, of as things. a person growing up to a lot of things mm -hmm. that come, you know, to to the, the doorstep of your life. Yeah, because you, know? you just immediately think because you can't do it right now or it's a unfamiliar thing right. that you just can't do it. And that's not the case. You can do anything that you, you know, physically your body will allow you to do and, and your mind will correspond. But it's up, willpower is not the easiest thing. And the, the, the doubt is hard. The doubt is like that when doubt creeps in that it's hard to overcome. Right. You know, that, that level of doubt when you're, when you start, but it starts with training your mind by thinking that you're saying you, you, that you can do things and, and trusting that if I take the time to learn it, I will become bit more efficient at it, you know? And that's, that's really all it takes is do you could do damn near. We, it's been proven. You can literally look out into the world and see a human being doing just about anything. So you can do all of that. Are you willing to do the work that it takes to be able to do it? No. Most people Right, and most. open your mind first and foremost to the possibility of your capability to do such. Yes. Instead of just completely write it off in that instant exactly. you and, can't. and leave no room for what could be what could what, yeah, exactly. what you may be able to do and and like you uh if you weren't open to the people outside of you who recognize things in you that you've come now to find and discover are your true natural talents and mm -hmm. gifts in this life you know there would be no here am i without that without openness that. and willingness so it's it's great to see that you're creating stories like that that can reach out to a young mind before they have to wait till later in life to have that moment of yeah. clarity to recognize those those gifts and 
uh, I definitely see, I think maybe you talked about it, great like animated cartoon scenarios that play right. out while the book and the text is saying, you know, but it also is like a, an actual book mm -hmm. form, but can be like a short cartoon animation series too that's kid friendly obviously yeah and that can be because damn kids yeah, are on it's, youtube it's, all the day as we know and know, like i just hopped what on better TikTok content today. for that anyone out there that <laughs> wants to invest in these ideas uh hit us up at alternate fields dot com slash uh let's make the world a better place real talk uh, but anyways that's super cool i'm excited to see i know where are you at with that you got a uh, image i've, I've of got the cover, an image right? of the cover done now i've got the first uh five books or so written uh written out um i'm i'm open to having a proofreader if anybody wants to come and proofread and uh, give me any advice. Uh, I'll take what I want to take and I'll do what I'm gonna do at the end of the day. <laughs> but it's uh, uh, that that's all written out and I've got the artist. the The hard part is done. I got the artist um, who is just a extremely extremely talented artist um, who's gonna be actually uh, hopefully I should say um, working with me. Oh, back in it. Hey, Maisie, please sit. Do we want to close the door or do we want some light in here? Oh, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so that, 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 that's getting, um, uh, that's getting worked out right now. Um, Excellent. Excellent. so I'm really looking forward to, uh, putting that, that out there into the world. And then there is, uh, I'm working on a number of different scripts. All right. I'm going to close that door. So you got some music coming out, multiple projects. You've got a couple songs out. You're working on some children's books um, and some animation um, that could go along with it. I mean, I, I, I think that has to happen um, yeah, as well to complement those stories. Um, You've got also some scripts. I'm working on a cooking show. Uh, I'm not even going to say the name yet because that's still on very much process. Um, but I've got a sizzle reel uh, put together for that. Um, that, nice. that could be something that I'm just looking to sell. Yep. Um, Don't have to get into that too much, but, but you got yeah, a, but that, show uh, a cooking going. show idea going. I've got a cartoon, um, adult cartoon a uh, script that I'm writing with uh, Elliot Davini and uh, and Mike Guy, uh, that's turning into something beautiful in the new field that I've dove into into the you know script creating script creating world, um, and then I've got just like some uh, I've got some movie ideas that uh, I'm working on and I'm just uh, looking forward to getting myself into the space to actually really be able to focus on that right um but this is where like being able to release the music and stuff and get all that out of my system and kind of get that out of the back you know the you know out of my back clear the cash kind of clear yeah clear the cash does that work <laughs> that, that uh, don't at me uh all you tech once nerds I, out there once i clear the cache <laughs> i will will be free to really be able to dive my mind into 
you know, creating these alternate worlds that I, I can see them vividly in my head, you know, and it's like all it's going to take is the willpower and the time to, to kind of bring them to life. Right, which is a great segue to start asking some of these questions. And I would consider then you, based off what you've said and what I've learned of you, you are a visionary artist, I would say. I think anyone who has an imagination where they envision a, a different world or see things that not many other people see within the context of their own mind, um, whether it be a invention, a creative idea, a, a song, lyric, a children's book, um, that stuff doesn't just happen, but in a visionary's mind, it does to certain degrees. Mm -hmm. For instance, like you said, on set with your with Brooklyn, the idea probably uh, was inspired from that actual happening where she was, there was a real crisis. She didn't know how to tie her shoes and she was saying, I can't. And yeah. you saw an opportunity in a moment and envision uh, of... That could be a great children's how book. Do you help idea, a, you know? How do you and help a kid you can't, uh, out other than reading to them every night right. um, stories and of encouragement, telling them what they are, what they're getting ready to encounter that they're going to overcome? Right. You know, right. like you got to start, start that Start building early. that in, right. Yeah. And that reminds me of like, you know, how in the world now, I feel we need new mythologies we we need to Absolutely. re we need to update the mythos of our time, uh, same old archetypes, but it's time to create new faces and a new appearance of what those archetypes that have been mm -hmm. built into cultures uh, throughout time and memorial across all lands, races, nations, and to start telling new stories, yeah, be, and writing new stories it could that be... depict a, a new world that is is better for more than than less yeah we can definitely be um especially with the kids powerful st stories to our children that's gonna eventually create more equality and more courageous and and self-empowered human beings at the end of the day right you know and that's that's what we're looking to build you know and it starts with saying what you can and can't do you know because right. what can you do you can love you can love, but a lot of people look and say, I can't like that. I can't love that person. I can't be with whatever it is. It's no, you are you opening your heart to, to look at something from an objective view to really get right with it. Right, because that closed mind that starts in that child uh, develops into later years that could end up <coughs> turning someone into a, a closed-minded, ignorant person that... Maybe even racist or or sexist yep. or or uh, what's the it, word it, uh, prejudice, prejudice prejudicial to yep. to other life forms and yep. other people and other kinds of people and that's it, where that um, the importance and the essence of that idea really hits home uh, as an effective tool. Um, I think it makes people of afraid of life. Word. You know, in general, in yeah. general, I think you just start becoming afraid, afraid of you and and, and afraid and of the like, unknown. And the unknown, yeah, is a huge part. Which I've come to feel that if there's anything that needs to be embraced, it is the unknown. Absolutely, because the unknown is and a stuff. trust and a faith in the unknown that 
you whatever's coming into your reality you're meant to be able to handle and and respond to intelligently right. and wisely and so so as i said before in part 1 here am i the artist the being Sean Dunbar you exemplify the essence of what it means to explore alternate fields in your creative life like we've talked about acting music songwriting production film uh, filmmaking, uh, script writing, writing in general, um, public speaking. You've done that a few times. Done that. Know? That's uh, very exciting. Shout so, out to Osseo High School. Got to go back there and speak we can't to give the kids. too much love to Osseo High School. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be hating with your Lakeville ass. <laughs> uh, so you're you embody uh, someone who explores many alternate fields uh, as an artist. What have you learned from being an artist creator in so many different fields working with so many different types of creators and how does one navigate a lifestyle such as yours with that being said uh, big question that, that is a big elevator question. hit me with the elevator that, that uh, is a big question uh, I'll give you the elevator the uh, elevator would be um, what was the question again? <laughs> how, how do you navigate? How does a creator artist like yourself that alternates between many fields? How do you navigate a lifestyle such such as yours? You know, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of kids, yeah. a lot of people that are still looking to discover themselves out there and find their passion and purpose and not be limited in the same token. Right. Um, how? What would you say about how you learn to? Uh, find balance in that in that uh, lifestyle. And all of that, it is uh, honestly. It's what gonna, is the key it's, it's, to it's, navigating that? You know, it, it, I think it's gonna be a uh, cheesy answer. And I hate to give it, but it is what it is. It's really just embracing the simplicity and uh, in, in the marvel in the world. Just every day, taking time to. Uh, truly embrace like the beauty that's Hanini. happening Hanini. in Hanini like what's happening around <clears throat> you the fact that the that there are such things as these black wasps like that stuff is it's it's amazing to me and I think that a lot of people walk around um maybe taking uh life for granted to a degree and might be just missing out on how much simpler life can be and what we are actually bringing on ourselves to create stress like yeah everything that i'm doing doing so much different stuff it could be a stressful experience for me if i you know chose to look at it from that perspective um but honestly it's i create and and granted i'm still discovering the best flow for myself I have not gotten there yet I am not my pockets ain't super fat yet none of that stuff is happening at this point in time I'm still trying to find the balance in the business and capitalizing on these um, things that for me is just art that really I just I'm, I'm trying to get them out of me and and I get cool once they're actually out of me I'm learning through releasing music, especially now. I'm learning how to release my art, you know, and I, that's something that I haven't been good at and or not 
I would say not even there was a part of me that wasn't willing to. Like there was a part of me that, you know, I think we all got that part that's afraid to be looked right, at, like judged, actually seen. At, criticized. Yeah. And that's what I think that's the initiation of the artist, the creator, is mm-hmm. is taking that leap because I don't think you can you can only prepare so much uh, for the act of releasing art, creating art, and mm-hmm. putting yourself out there. And I think that's to me a part of the initiation process of an artist is going through that humbling phase of right. I know I'm not the greatest yet. Right. But I'm the best I can be now, right. and I have. You can only learn, perhaps, from sharing and uh, releasing music, art, creating yeah. it, and rinse and repeat and rinse and rinse that and repeat. process. Well, like, like you said, and empower yourself through it. You know, like you said with these, with these catch and release. You know, once once they're released, there, you know, your part is, you know, done. You yeah. know, and now it's for the people. It's not your problem it. anymore. Not your, Let them yeah. chew up, chew it up. You've accepted as long as you've accepted it. <clears throat> then it's the best you could do at the time then you're good then you're, you're good you're, you're you can good. let it you can, go you can and let the people on. decide what it means at that point uh depending on if you you know dig to or express too much of what it means to you but at that point it's it's not really in my mind it's not mine anymore when i put it out there it's for the, it's attached it's, to my name it's, and it's, hopefully i'm making it's, some it's, moolah off it but essentially it's not mine it's like in the a kids, different sense it's like they saying now it's for the streets. For the streets <laughs> for the at streets. that point. You know, it's for the streets. <laughs> like, like, it's not mine to keep. <laughs> Facts. Dead ass. Heard that. <laughs> <For> Lit. <real. laughs> so, so would you say then, because then it may, you're saying, I'm not quite sure, uh, but, but the art, it seems, speaks for itself. And if art is life, life is art. You are your art. You are your music. You are your words. So are you saying in a sense maybe you only you navigate all these fields uh, by following, you know, what drives you, your heart, your passion and whatever you set yourself up then and develop skill sets to allow you to uh, not. uh, So if inspiration comes, you for a children's book, you can explore it right then. Exactly. You set yourself up to just be a well-rounded artist and not and not feel uh, overwhelmed by being involved in so many different fields of expression and creativity. Because it's uh it's the it's it's the uh, it's the um it's the allowance for me of of just letting my therapeutic process run its course. You know, because and there, appropriate my, and the my, proper tools depending on what the, the thing that I love the theme the, is. At what the time. I love the most is a new experience, and what I love about um, the mindset that I have and the career paths I guess I've chosen is the creating something from nothing. Like there's there's nothing there except this idea, this little seed in my head of this I something I can see that just it gets planted there from outside of me, you know, like the world is happening outside of me. And then this process starts to happen where I internalize this thing. And now that, that it's, it's sitting in me, it has to come out. 
And that's where you find look into your bag of tools, skill sets you've developed over time. How does it? How does it? How can come I out? best express this to embody or exemplify its essence uh, from that how moment of inspiration it, that occurred in it, in your field exactly. of, of mind and and spirit. And, and I and and I'm and I don't judge that. I don't judge what that looks like. I honestly try to allow myself to be you know, in my higher self to be able to get rid of any walls of, oh, you gotta, you're making music right now. You gotta make this right. a song. You gotta make Compartmentalize this yourself you gotta, as an no, artist. No, it's just like, it. how does this touch? What what is, the, what is the point of it? And who am I trying to impact with it? And how could they best digest it? You know, and 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 through that process, it it comes through. It finds the best way, and and it, and my being doesn't. It's not afraid to go somewhere it's never been before. Right. You know, it's not afraid to dive into the unknown. You know, that's that's that where that ends up becoming the exciting part of the process. Of the process is knowing that if as long as I keep diving into that unknown, I'm I'm growing, I'm expanding, mm -hmm. I'm learning, and I'm developing more skill sets yeah. that allow me to go anywhere in the infinite fields mm -hmm. and come back with something, something that can can influence, inspire, uplift, or encourage open someone else's mind through yep. the act of expressing it through whatever form it takes yep exactly. a script a children's book a song and what uh, what helped what what gets me through it honestly is i'm not afraid to ask for help for the most part like when it when i really get to a point i am a do-it-all type of guy so i like to like if I can do it all, I'm going to do it all. And then I'm going to like try to put up, but I'm not afraid to outsource and say, okay, there's, this is something, especially when it's outside of my field, my, my actual skill set. I'll be like, yeah, I Which can do this. I got to plug our guy Nardwar here. For those of y'all who <laughs> yes. don't know about Nardwar, he's this Canadian unique <laughs> individual who has a show that he interviews people in a very, unique way so i will say i won't ruin it for you but go check out his ted talk uh where he talks about this specifically and it yeah. inspired the song i'm about to play uh for the people oh yeah a sneak peek from the upcoming <laughs> act one ep Jeez. called ask for it and i think great, it had great some took some inspiration and influence from this ted talk yeah and our talks on you know that whole concept mm -hmm. that you just spoke of Mm -hmm. uh, uh, go check out Nardwar TED Talk. He'll break it down. He'll for break you. it down. And it's super inspiring. And then listen to the song. And that's a good segue uh, to, or actually, let's play the song first. Okay. Million dollar gold, and it's all because of God. 
Lord knows, Lord knows Only Lord knows how I feel about the struggle I've been up all day, all night Trying to find the antidote to double up my hustle Speeding through the red light Mama know I got my head right And she praying for me every night Plus me and my people planning looking airtight I was steady scheming Billion dollar dreaming, moving towards my vision, and I didn't need a reason. Now the odds are even, and my team is eating. Some of us are skeptical, but now we all believe it. She got me, God's got my back. This ain't a song, I ain't alone in that. So even through the darkness, when we take a couple licks, best believe we gon' bounce right back. I was out getting it on my own, working two or three jobs while these demons tried to get me out my zone. Make a nigga wanna rob Now I'm thankful that a nigga's not alone And she blessed me with a squad Now we running towards a million dollar home And I put that on God That was that was Act One's five thirteen a.m. five thirteen a.m. song called "Ask for It" featuring the Vazen. one and only Vazen, produced by Vazen, mixed by Vazen. I gotta by say, Dylan. man, my guy Vazen, he just be coming on these tracks and he be bodying them. Like super, this dude's one of those. When you think of a artist and the idea of genius don't get a big head here but when you think of an artist and genius he kind of embodies that level of 
broke and craziness. <laughs> insanity. It's straight uh, insanity. No, I'll just get this dude is a genius though. I will definitely wow. say my guy here. I mean, when it comes to like especially music and stuff and your willingness to go the extra length to learn it and and embody your truth in it, there's a level of genius to it for sure. Uh, and, and this is where it's like, again, I am so blessed to be constantly surrounded by extremely talented people, extremely talented people. We, we almost left, we left out and back uh, in the last part, uh, part one, like that connection that was built with Braden, you know, because right, right. that connection built with Braden was major like influential people that came major along influential at perfect people times uh, to raise my to level. really, yeah, right, right, you know, like shout out to, to Braden Palmer really. over at D Tune Kites, yeah, uh, at Stuck Hog Studios. Like, I actually DM'd him recently, asked him if he would be willing to be a guest on the alternate hey, field sometime. he's gonna hop he, on the alternate. And he field. said he would love to us, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hold him to that. So there'll be an episode. I'll let him tell it. Um, but he was a, a crucial part in my transition into even becoming a more uh, studioed oriented uh, oriented artist. Um, he was the first person that was like, "Look, man, you gotta." gotta have a relationship with the mic man like you know and then that was the first time the seeds he was like, experienced at that time when we're coming yeah. up trying to fam deeper into from recording the, from the, the individuals our studio was a 19 or a 2003 uh macbook pro that in which we wrapped into, into we didn't the have the internal mic. mic into the internal mic which anyone and who had garage band <laughs> in the early years did yo, yo, i did too yeah. I made some great that's all you had and we did make some great fucking bangers on there in which we that got no one will ever hear <laughs> i hope i honestly hope i want somebody to be you know like, i actually yo, have the thought that bring right the in this, i might go into the segment here in part one where you were talking about the individuals and if you can pull up one, I'll insert it. Be like, I'll add a little insert of like, oh, yeah. let's just check out how uh, things were sounding doing? at I, this stage. You know, <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, I Rick Rubin do that. does that on Broken Record podcast and uh, Malcolm Gladwell, cool podcast. Right. But like when he has a musician artist on, they'll they'll sometimes play. Hey, can we play that? You know, like yeah, when someone's talking about the past to play and like a, the early recordings. And I would love to play a verse or something, a snippet of one of my individual, the individual. So I want to get back to though, uh, you made my head big in college speak using the word genius. And I'm big on diving into the breakdown mm -hmm. of words to understand, understand, overstand deeper. Mm -hmm. uh, these words that we use and communicate mm -hmm. so as to not be uh, misinformed and un, uh, have a false interpretation of mm -hmm. what gets communicated, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, Latin, gignere, G-I-G-N-E-R-E, -E, which means to beget, which I forgot the meaning of beget, but that goes to Latin, genius, the first time it's spelled G-E-N-I-U-S, which is saying it's like attendant, spirit present from one's birth, innate ability or inclination. And so, you know, mm, you yeah. are a genius. 
I am hey, genius. I Anyone who taps into their innate innate ability. spirit and mm-hmm. gifts, inspiration, vision is a genius. And finds a way to formulate it into an expressive in the world that can be shared, platform presented, mm-hmm. it's and a felt is a genius. You know, I've never really looked up the definition of genius or its origins. And that was just the basic, but yeah, I mean, I know it goes deep. You know, that to me, that's what I talked about in episode one: the importance of etymology, it's, it's, learning names and the symbolic expression of them, and the the inherent, you know, yeah. If one doesn't actually know the 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 meaning or uh, you know, of that word, they will they could quickly dismiss themselves as genius right. and then not strive to be because the immediate feeling genius. of when someone calls you genius is you get uncomfortable and you're yeah. like, I'm not that, no, I'm not that, that great, I'm not that. that, I'm not trying to be on a pedestal. Am I gonna but, win a Nobel Prize? I can't, but when you have <laughs> the gnosis of what that word Wording. breaks down to, mm-hmm. or at least what they're telling us. Uh, the origins are you. It will there's open, more knowledge for more wisdom to be like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm genius. To open you up to and not feel bad fields. about it. <laughs> how do right. you? How else do you go to alternate fields unless at some? You point have to have like, a stroke of genius to ex- be willing to even <laughs> to go explore there. the alternate fields to go there. <laughs> and so I, I needed to bring that in because that's a motif no, that's, of that's, the alternate I, fi- of navigating the alternate fields optimally is absolutely knowing the words we're using to describe ourselves our experiences and each other which we're right on a good line there yeah uh, with my with my logs here so you kind of already were talking about this and answering it but what what is it that inspires and drives you to create what inspires your genius you know Mm -hmm. what is it that brings the genius out in you um to create um why do we create what is creativity and what role do you think it should play in the world for youth and education etc so mm-hmm. we've already kind of touched on some of this but yeah. just to get to the specific of it um in question answer style what is that how can you as best as you can describe yeah, what that I, is you know in uh, your experience in my experience uh like that uh, art and like creating is just the willingness to uh, allow information to, to kind of come through and formulate itself and manifest itself. Uh, and, you know, for me, it's uh, a lot of just, it, it comes in so many different ways. Like I couldn't pinpoint one way in which the creativity comes, you know, flow state came based all out of uh, um, me feeling anxiety, me feeling um, panicked, me, I was, you know, at that stage in time was going through what I couldn't identify, honestly, up until the point of writing this song as uh panic attacks i was having straight up panic attacks and feeling like the world was collapsing around me and i was dying and i was short of breath and i was really going through it and that song helped me you know like you can hear in the beginning of the song that's how i i was literally sitting there rolling blunts back to back you know trying to motherfucking 
clear my mind like because I was just thinking too much and I couldn't be present I couldn't find that presence art my art comes from that I was able to get old get through that by letting my listening to the music being being one with the music in the moment with the music and writing out my feelings you know to what's happening around me and then after that I now I've gone through that therapeutic kind of you know process for me you know and that that's where it's just like a lot of stuff things weigh heavy on my heart you know and it's and a lot of my art sometimes comes out of feeling helpless you know and and I don't how do I change this like how can I help this like what can I do what can I do you know to make this that I I observe in the world as something that you know we can do a better job on like how do I help you know and that's where a lot of the art comes from too right and it seems throughout history that the highest art usually is a response to an event a world event life experiences a deeply impacting feeling response mm -hmm. from the experience of a life um, on a macro or personal scale um, so <clears throat> I had a question I had so you're what I'm gathering is you are you're saying that you're confirming that life is art art is life the role of the, of the artist creator is to Hanini, here am I, be open mm. to life and new experiences and all the new feelings and emotions that can come uh, from those new experiences. And the artist who has learned the tools of the trade in whatever field they're alternating in, uh, their ability to then use those tools to have an experience, first of all, being open to it, like you describe, you're things were happening in the world in current events you were feeling their the the effects therein you were processing it being open and vulnerable to feeling the negative or positive uh upon the spectrum of emotion and feeling and you then turned let transmuted that i'll say into inspirational moment where you saw an opportunity to express yourself of how you're feeling mm -hmm. good or bad uh, light or dark and you started writing a song from a beat that, of, that I had made mm -hmm. uh, that kind of already had a message in there that mm -hmm. maybe helped catalyze the way you approach then how you were feeling because it was saying flow state oh, out of your uh, mind 100%. clear your vision visions in time no that's the and beauty that's that of vocoder music. is saying yeah that's the beauty of music is like the music brought me into that moment just me me going through a panic attack and feeling this anxiousness and trying to find a way to get past it. I started going into our Dropbox and I started listening to just different songs, just trying to get out of my head. And, and I landed on that track and I, you know, it was like flow state. And I literally just sat there and it, it was on repeat for a while before the song even developed because it was pulling me right. to that to the moment, you know, to where I was clear enough and not anxious enough to finally just be like, all right, you're okay. You're okay, but this isn't okay. 
but none of this is okay. And and yeah, you're. I think I even said it in the song at one point. I keep on lying to myself, saying everything's fine. No one posts their real lives, so I stay offline. You know, it's like right. So you're the, going through a process of getting. You're you're being honest with yourself. I'm you're, being so honest in that moment about exploring everything. your feelings and yeah, dissecting them in a sense. Yep. Uh, in your own unique way through your own perspective. Yeah, it it was definitely a a, a good example of what the creative process can be like in the world of Here Am I. It, it comes at the most randomest times. Honestly, most of my best shit, gone. <laughs> gone. Because I'm not maybe as, uh, as um, disciplined to capturing them and having pieces of paper and that stuff. That's a great point. To, All to you artists, it. creators out there, yeah. imaginators, visionaries, when the idea comes, another part <laughs> of the process of, uh, besides learning the tool sets for the expression after the fact is the ability to capture and net mm -hmm. in some fashion, whether it's it be essence. record the essence through an idea, <laughs> speak it into your damn phone, uh, have recorders around, write it down on a piece of paper, even if it's just a word. I've found that just laying a title down, if the essence of a song is there, yeah. from a, a response of feeling from the music that's been created or vice versa, to net that stuff. Because yeah. those ideas, they get, get lost in the lost. ether or... And someone else picks them up in the, oh, in the once field of consciousness. Yeah, once you put it out, out there. there. <laughs> hey, I'm letting you know right now. I so get your nets. I am a fisherman. So once you put a that idea man. out there, <laughs> once it's out there, it may become mine right. because no, I will true. grab it out the ether. And if it's a good one that not everyone knows, and you've got that great, 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 great idea that you decide to leak out to the ether, I might grab it. But come holler at me because I understand that this happens and we might be able to work something out to give you a little bit of cred if you could prove that it was your idea. <laughs> because so, I'm sorry to <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I was going so, deep into alternate fields, so yeah, don't mind yeah. me. <laughs> it's okay. We we're accepting of all fields of exploration here. Yeah. Um but I wanted to get back to the the driver the inspirer because it we're kind of getting to where the role that creativity and art should play in the world for youth and education mm. which when you're talking we're talking about the process of inspiration creation in this sense a song we're talking about that you wrote from a beat that i created that had kind of a mantra in it with the vocoder that was snapping your focusing your mind in that moment where you're feeling inspired and feeling different feelings and talking about it to yourself writing it exploring it being open to experiencing it mm -hmm. um and then creating it and going through the process of actually following through taking action on the inspiration and the ideas and the vision creating it to the point where you've manifested a song um, and a video to complement it that expresses a whole idea, a whole moment in time, a whole feeling that then is now now is out in the world for people to interpret for themselves. Mm -hmm. And like you did in hearing just the instrumental that I made in that moment, acting as somewhat of a vehicle for you to explore explore your feelings and the inspiration that occurred in that moment 
from what you were experiencing in life at that time, um, now these people out there in the world can experience a similar uh, process and using that song and that piece of art as a vehicle for mm. healing, for exploring a new perspective, for uh, uh, finding console in or similarity in uh, because someone, oh, someone else is feeling this, right? I mean, right. a lot of times that's how we hear music. We're drawn mm -hmm. to stuff that we can relate to mm -hmm. um, or any piece of art, really. Yeah. And so I think, uh, so what, what role does that creative does creativity art play in shaping the world influencing the world uh with that said uh i think it is the most um effective way to um kind of give blueprints and instructions i think it's uh it's 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 an effective way to also allow for things to be felt, for natural human feelings to be felt that we, a lot of times, neglect because of whatever society is telling us that we should or shouldn't be feeling. You know, you'll see some of the hardest gangsters, you know, listen to Sam Cooke and cry, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it allows you to feel certain things, you know, and then when you think of, like, but maybe you couldn't have experienced otherwise, otherwise, if they hadn't created that and shared that it. song, that those, those melodies, those, those, uh, uh, um, all that stuff, like, if you, if you don't, we bottle things in, all the time and i'm not sure what it was like in your household and whatnot growing up but in my african ass household especially looking at it from you know and in african <clears throat> culture in general you know there's a very very strong emphasis on masculinity you know and making sure that you're not doing anything that's going against your masculine that you're not crying you're not whining you're not being a baby you had all that shit is what we have to we just bottle up bottle up bottle it don't cry don't cry and that you know, may be more specific to um your family your kind what you speak yeah. of you know but, but it's i would also culture, say though, that yeah bro, overall it's just really people, just in cultures the way we've evolved on that level as far as our relationship to we're sex masculinity and and that polarity mm -hmm. uh of feminine masculine qualities that we have both of yeah but it seems that historically up to this point we've evolved to the to suppress uh at least in in a in the masculine suppress the feminine side of ourselves like we suppress it and then in those it, ways and then we or may to not, not express them mm -hmm. we might suppress and then it 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 always comes out 
right. you know, in some way or some form. And now you... Right, there's an effect there. Yeah, now it's coming out in probably not the most healthiest right. of ways. Usually unconscious. Unconsciously, because you've just been ignoring it, ignoring it, and, and we, never uh, we know addressing all of the how that is seen then. In, in so many different ways. The so-called toxic masculinity and all those things yeah. that I talk about now. But it a lot of it <coughs> comes from us as boys growing up men mm-hmm. uh if we were weren't privileged or lucky enough to uh be taught you know the about those those concepts right to not suppress or repress um all sides of ourselves yep. um yep to be so to be a negative outcome in our lives and know? but and that's just and like, other people's lives because so people are affected by they're it. affected individuals no who are uncomfortable not, with certain sides of themselves that are up uh natural you know they're affecting others and they have to just be able to have a safe space to feel and that's where i think music and the arts allow you to be in a safe space for you to feel something and think outside of yourself for a second and connect with something that you may not have connected with so in that same respect it's um it's a powerful tool tool in which should be yielded wisely you know and i think that there's a lot of stuff in culture today that just you know yields the tool in the namesake of entertainment and they don't quite we may not be quite thinking about how that's affecting that effective ass tool is affecting our youth, you know, and, right. and it may be confusing these young minds on how life and what, how we should be, you know, proceeding in life, you know, and that's sometimes they can't tell that it's just entertainment, you know, right. and that that's you been can't for, expect them and, to 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 know. Yeah, and it's it's hard for me in a sense um, because I I understand uh, entertainment and I understand I like. For me, I had to come for myself as an artist, and I can only speak as myself as an artist and know where I come from as an artist of what I was talking about and what I would say in my life was unconscious uh, behavioral um, talk, you know, it was me talk. But as an artist, I talk about my life around me and what's happening in the moment I always have, and that's what I do. So uh knowing where i come from what i where i am now and where i look to go uh i have to be more conscious about my authenticity of what's happening in my life and knowing how i would like that to be perceived by by the youth you know because at the uh, end of the day you consider in your process you consider uh other people's perspectives you consider, yeah, I consider other people's mental conditions i consider how they niece. may perceive you and what you may decide to say or sing or rap or express i consider my nieces and nephews kids more and than the kids anything. are like more than like hey more do than i want anything? my niece that's I asked, five years old to to see me that. like this or hear I, me say that there's a time and a place i used to, I, I i choose to stay more on the side of making sure that it hey kid if you hear like 10 songs of mine you're gonna get nothing but golden nuggets 
but that eleventh song. <laughs> but that here's shit the, might here's be a the, little the, Here's what you, we have to distinguish, though. It's not on you <laughs> to decide what uh, kids those kids are uh, accessing, able to hear. You know, so out you, of my mouth, you still can't limit your expression and your creativity uh, and the forms it may take, explicit or otherwise. Uh, you consider it though, which is honorable and noble of you yeah. as an artist, a creator, a, a, an expressor. If if it's if it's not meant for the but kids, but it, essentially, it's, it's not on you to just be the discretionary uh, one on the other end deciding what's accessible to their ears or not. When it's coming from my being, you consider it. when it's coming from my being, it is discretionary. It, it's up to my discretion. It's whatever it is. I whatever level I want it to be at based off of the information that's coming through me at that time for expression. So once the inf- the information that's coming to me, I don't have that much control over the information that comes from the ether. That's what just flows in. And then it starts going through the process. But what I do have control over is all right. Now that you got this information, there's a time and a place for everything in my music more so than not. It's a time and a place for me to therapeutically get out of me some of the things that make me feel helpless. Some of the things that I'm not the rapper that's going to be talking about the super nice car and all of that stuff and and doing that because I don't got the nicest. I got a decent car, but it's not it, it's it's those aren't the things like I can drive. So I'm good in that area. You know, it's like, I'm good in that area. What's holding me back as a person? What's holding me back uh, in my mindset in this world as w- with what I'm seeing? That's where a lot of my music, in a sense, comes from. Which is a great and perfect uh, segue into the, getting to the wrapping up here. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to touch on some 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 important things that we all need to be communicating and discussing and sharing creating open dialogue with to deepen our perspectives and expand our minds. How do you see the world right now? What is the solution to all this division in your opinion? And by the way, vote for here, my for president 2020 (laughs) asking hard questions, putting them on the spot because you know, the guy's got a, a, a a strong perspective. This is, this is how they need uh... to hear more positive black voices that that are intelligent and aware and in touch with themselves on an essential genius level so thank you thank you we need more geniuses to to express themselves speak their mind how do you see uh, the world what is the solution to all this division in your opinion they 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 put uh uh nice manhattan apple (laughs) orange manhattan in my hands and then they start asking the hard questions <laughs> this is how they do it at the alternate fields <laughs> be prepared. Hey. no i'm just kidding no no honestly 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 um everything like and that's 2020 has been tough 2020 has been a lot of uh you know the energy of just 2020 everybody's feeling it there's a lot going on in the air with COVID, with the racial tension, with, you know, just everything. People, everybody's outside of their norm right now. So so there's a collective feeling of 
of of detachment from what used to what used to be and now that there's a little glitch in the matrix i think everybody's feeling it and most people haven't been trained on how to react to what it is that they're feeling again most people didn't listen to enough of the right music to be able to re- <laughs> to, to react properly to what it is that they're feeling so it's like um where i feel we're going through another one of those major shifts as humanity and i'm hoping that that shift is in that space of not not we don't see color where it's i see your color and it's beautiful you know where it's where it's seeing people for who they are and actually appreciating them for the being of who they are color and beyond the appearance it's it's everything that you get it's 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 your human being in your in your own unique form and i appreciate everything about it you know i appreciate you making it to this spot i disagree with you on this but aren't we all adults can't we figure out a way to really agree to disagree to a level in which it's not harmful like physically to the next person like i if if you're somebody out there that sees yourself even as higher than somebody else because because you have a different skin color is do you is there really not, can we not be adults enough to still agree to disagree and keep it f- moving forward? Or is it your job then at that time to try to keep that other person down? You know, it's like, feel yourself superior, but don't try to keep another person down or another culture person, you know, culture down because you feel you're superior. It, that, that's like, can't you feel your superiority without bringing somebody else down? Can't you feel empowered without by yourself, just because of the human being that you are without tearing somebody else, without feeling like, because you feel this, somebody else has to feel the opposite. I don't know. It's a lot of things that I think of, but the current state of society right now is I just feel, um, sometimes we're not asking the right questions. Uh, I just feel sometimes we're we're just negating a lot of different parts of history and we're not asking the right questions. And that's that's then not allowing for us starters, to, just for starters, like there's just certain questions that we could just all be asking ourselves in order for us to start proceeding forward united. You know, and it starts in the division that, like, as long as you have the division that you have in art, just speaking in America and in government in particular, as long as you have the two parties constantly going against each other, you're never going to as be able to As if we see don't want the same things on an essential on level. On an essential level. We're not even, like, that's where it's like we're all greedy on the red and blue side of I need that, I need that. But people are, like, if you're not giving people the essential needs of what all people deserve here in America as a birthright like it's a problem and if there's two sides that's constantly fighting 
over each other and saying, I got the solution and no, I got the solution, but nobody's willing to come to the table and actually talk about a real solution. You got a problem. There's going to be division all day. And until that gets addressed and we start figuring out a way to truly be united, even through our government, it's gonna, I just do feel like it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, unfortunately, to get to a level of understanding where we're all sitting at a table and and actually communicating as adults and finding real solutions of problems that, in my mind, blows my mind that they even exist. Right, so active solutions. Starting, though, with understanding... Uh, admitting certain histories that get swept under the rug to, for context, um, but then active solutions. In my mind, having open discussion, dialogue, storytelling, communicating feelings with an open mind, and again, with the intention of deepening, deepening perspectives, mm -hmm. to see, put yourself in the other's shoes as it goes, to see through someone else's eyes and uh, develop and encourage more compassion in the world than uh, lashing out in reactionary uh, response to what happens out mm -hmm. here, in there, everywhere, seemingly more than ever at this time. Um, can you share with us any perspectives or stories from your experience being a black man in America? Yeah, for sure. Like, <clears throat> I've got great ones. Got great, great experiences as a black man, as an African American man. And, you know, that's something that, you know, we could, and I'm addressing within myself of this um, class, this idea of this idea of black. You know, and using that term like black, you know, and it's like right. we're all trying to be at least here on this con on this continent structure, Americans. Like it's an um, all encompassing black. You're yeah, a black person. You're black. I'm a white person. Yeah. So that means anything that connotates with that is for better, for worse, I can hold against you. Mm-hmm. From I've this gone label. To, I've gone to other places, um out of America. And that's not the thing that really catches their eye about me. The thing that catches their eye about me is, is I'm American. Right. You talk like an American. <laughs> you, you know, that, they're, that, they're you, you stereotyping look like an American. your Americanality. Yeah, they're, 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 but they're, they're not racist to your Americanism. Yeah, they, yeah, but they're not really looking at my skin color like that. Yeah. They're looking at the way I'm talking and the way that I'm dressed and the way that I'm moving and all of that stuff. Oh, yeah. But, you know, but, but when I come back here to America, they now look at me as black. Right. You know, and it's like, fill out this, uh, let's address filling out um, this this employment sheet, you know, all the time, you know. And it's like, every time I fill out, I always feel some kind of way when I have to check black. I understand, <laughs> I understand how that could be like a consensus thing. But like, at the same time, that seems kind of erroneous. At the same time, why would you need to know what color the person is, the entity to to, existing to, to, in the framework of that societal system. To sit down system. with them to see if they could do what, the job. What do you, how do you use, in other words, how do you use that 
uh, information. Yeah. Compartmentalized information. Yeah. How do you use that? Yeah. Because it's... that's the question in my mind. Like, otherwise, what's the purpose of... Because if you're American, you're American, mm -hmm. aren't you? Mm -hmm. You would think. What do you need to know my ethnicity for? So you gotta know whether I, this is I, I, a black. I'm interested in the answer I'm to that question because so I'm sure there's a there's positive any, function of it as well. Perhaps anybody out there that has some information on what the overall consensus is on why it is we have to fill out on these ballots or whatever or, or applying for resume. a job or yeah resumes you know ballots too still trying to get me elected and your job elected um and it's like but you're always filling out all of that every time and it's like what does that do to better that in place of employment you know because if the person's right for the job, you bring them in and they have a regardless of what they look like or their gender, if they if you brought them in based we on their have, resume. We may have to save that question for a, an expert in the field. Expert. expert. Because there are many alternate fields. I'm yeah. here to discover, Dude. explore, and understand I will help all you. these fields. Yeah, I will help you. We could be we a, should, joint, a joint session. We should get... No pun uh, intended. You should get a consensus person on here to just talk a little bit more about what the consensus is because I see those commercials happening Well, it would be whoever is deciding... Who is deciding uh, that we have to... That is a part of the questionnaire question it perhaps it is a consent i don't know there's a person Anyways, out there's a person there's out something there to explore because i'm a, interested in how these formalities will no, say are see, ascribed but that's where it's like there is a system in play most of us don't know the system that's in play i like a lot of us aren't given the education really on we're given the education on the three branches and that's really about all we're giving. Generally, a bit. generally, just from generally. what I recall. Yeah, just generally about the three branches. Public education informing me of 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 all the, of the checks and balances of what I'm learning now. Because <laughs> now I'm like, wait a second, these branches go way deeper than what they were telling me back then. But it's like. Generally, that's what we're all kind of groomed to know and understand. But like we, a lot of us aren't even. I don't know how to put together a treat a, a bill or how to put together, uh, you know, the things to put forth to our government to start enacting new ways of being, you know, governed better. You know, right. for our sakes, like. I don't know how to do those things, you know, and people I'm, by the people. Yeah, no one's educated me on how to be that. <laughs> like, well, I'm gonna, st I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna throw the pull the drawbridge up on that uh, topic. That's fine. But being black in America. Oh yeah, an experience, direct experience of being black in America. Which you or, don't have to assume that I mean. Yeah, being because. You could also be, besides telling any stories I'm, you have that are, are the negative effects of I'm gonna that idea. I'm going to tell you what it is. Being I, black in America for Sean Hiramai Dunbar has been a glorious experience, both the light and the dark. It has been the opportunity that I'm getting as an African-American whose parents were, you know, fleeing uh, war uh, and civil war in Liberia 
to give me an opportunity to grow and progress in the best way that they saw fit. It's been a glorious journey. It's been a glorious journey for me because I, I feel my I feel my growth. You know, I, I feel my self growth. I, I, I understand my privilege here, even as a black, you know, person in America. Being an American. I understand my privilege compared general. to my family back home in Liberia. You know, it's like I there is still that level of automatic privilege. It's that almost you like get America here. is the white privilege of the world, <laughs> the world, and all other societies. It's yeah, really you know I mean? it is though, but that's where it's like there's there is that level of privilege of being here, where even people back home see the they have expectations of you living in America. You got right, you, you got, got nothing to complain like, about. Come on now, send over some bread. Like what's, what's going on? You should got you got the nice jobs out there. So it's like that that is like a thing as well. So I'm I can't sit and complain about everything that's going on but being african in america it's uh it it's i experience it i know why we're where we're at i've done enough research i i get like i i've gone beyond what the history books were just telling us that they wanted us to see i dug in on the individuals you know it's like so i know that there's a level of in inherent where where we've just got some we've got some work to do. We don't come from the best history. Like we come from a great history, but it's not the best. It it has its pitfalls that we just got to be open to addressing all sides of it and moving forward. You know, and as a black as a black African American here in America, like I experience, I, I get it. I experience, like, you know, I, I know why sides are sides, you know, but, and I've had my share of experiences on all sides of the equation. Again, I was, you know, whatever the police officers, the encounters I've had with them, I also had the Orion Mickeys in my life, too, who lifted me up like a king. It made me feel like a king. So I I understand all the different sides and I understand people and individuals. And I get how, you know, individuals can make things look so bad, you know. and But at and, the same time, make things look so good yeah, from but, that vantage yeah, point. You know, it's, there's, just, there's always that. I do the research and I try to and always try to find the facts of situations and more than anything, uh, it's it's all about being kind to others. For me, uh, doing all to you know all that shit they said in kindergarten that I was sitting up and I was listening to the teacher, but everybody thought that it was nap time already. But the teacher was telling us like, "Hey, everybody, be nice to everybody. Do unto others as you want done unto me." And I'm just sitting there, little five year old Sean, looking around the classroom, and everybody's sitting with their blankies and taking naps, and I'm like shaking the other kids like, "Hey, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? I'm gonna do unto you as as you're gonna do unto me, okay?" <laughs> and then everybody wakes up and they're like. <laughs> I'm doing what I want. <laughs> oh. It's it's real. 
but yeah, black in America. Have you ever been called an African booty scratcher? No, that's that's, inter- that's, always, that's an interesting feeling. <laughs> I'm interested in that feeling at this moment. That's, a, that's an interesting feeling. That's what's like, people just, we just got to realize that we all experience so many different things. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, there's just things that you experience at a culture that's just differently. And we just got to be willing to sit down and talk about all those things that we're experiencing and be okay to say like, okay, that's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got it good there. Oh, <laughs> I remember what I was thinking when you were talking just now about the being in that classroom and stuff, like treat uh, others. Uh, is it really that, uh, like... It is the principle and uh, core message of most religions throughout all time, most any traditions yeah. of where people are involved of any kind. Speak good long, to this. Like you were saying before too, like have whatever opinion you have, have whatever view or expressive you have, share it, say it, sing, sing it, it, play it, be proud whatever. of it, whatever, be proud of it. You it's know, yours. It's yours. But. As long as you don't do, as long as you don't do any harm on another. Yeah, as long as treat others like yourself. Yeah, you want others to be free like you, express themselves, unlimited. You know, whatever that may mean. Whatever that may mean for you. And yeah, words do hurt, but still, it's it's not a gun. It's It's not not a a knife. It's It's not not a fist. It's not fearing. It's not creating fear. And as long as you're open to allowing someone to respond, without taking it personal, without. You know, letting it hurt you, and it it may hurt, but let's be more open to feeling. Let's be adults. more of ourselves. Let's talk, cause that's it. It will probably hurt if you're stuck into a certain way of thinking, and until you're willing right. to accept another person for themselves and their views, their words are gonna always hurt you, and you're always gonna demonize them, and not take the time to come to the table and actually talk to them, and hopefully hopefully at some point start talking to hearts instead of talking to the beings like right. let's start talking to hearts let's start let let our hearts connect you know let you got a beaten one i got a beaten one how understand do we find there's gonna ground? be confusion understand there's yeah, gonna be misinterpretation understand oh, that language is a complex technology yeah that words can be misconstrued understand that have compassion for that allow that to deepen our ability to hear each other's voices and opinions without just being quick to shutting it down because we're not used to it or it's unknown to us but perhaps perhaps we have a whole segment on these topics no for sure this is only good to get part two of part 15 so i'm sure throughout this uh life and and my journey and creative endeavors you and i will continuously as we have since the day of meeting come to these tables and have discussions and and no, talk. and i really feel uh, going out on a limb and encouraging more of these discussions uh as uncomfortable as they are and you know there's a thing in families a lot of the times like we're not talking about religion and politics mm-hmm. i understand that and i abide by it but at the same time those things are very important yeah like they I do. determine and influence the way people orient their lives and see the world so it's important mm-hmm. that we continue to talk and communicate those topics and Absolutely. subject matters and our, our ideas and feelings about them you can ask as an ongoing family, development because 
it's because, because necessary. If it's ever a there necessary. Is, there is, there was. It's a necessary comment. You can ask my family. I'm that guy in my family. That is oh, here goes Sean bringing up this because I will always and forever until the day that I die continue to challenge the status quo when I see clear faults in it. And we and things that are just at least brushed to question. Over. At least to gotta question. question it. Why are we brushing over it? Let's just talk about it. Why are we brushing over it though? Let, let's just talk about that real quick. See why we're brushing over it. If we're all in agreement on why we're moving forward and brushing over it, then let's move forward. But let's at least talk about it before we just start walking it. I I don't know too much about uh, uh psychotherapy or uh, what's the word? What's the other word? What's a, you know you go in to see a a, a therapist, but psycho. I'm not an expert in the field. I actually yeah. know somebody. I uh, won't mention their name now. Who I'm probably Reach now um, I have the idea to bring on because exploring psychology and and uh, psychotherapy, the methods of exploring consciousness, navigating thoughts, emotions that are tied to them is very important i think that's a part of the root of the where the problem or the toxin toxins live in our yeah. in our world is our inability to go into the darkness right to go into the uncomfortable realms right. of our thoughts and our conditions and our experiences as a culture as individuals as mm -hmm. as peoples of the world as human beings, as you human know, because we have to start there yeah. before we, we can give it are going to find any yeah. type of healing or transformation with all the crisis and problems that are happening and being projected on the world stage now. Exactly. And, uh, if, oh, that's, if, the, if the goal is to be united and unified and have that level of freedom for all, then that's what has to happen in order for that to come into fruition but until until that work as a as a collective begins uh we're and and that's the thing is we're we're still very far away from that work even happening because there's so much outside influence just right. happening all around us that we still have to just address the outside influences in order to come to an overall a uh, uh, census of and conclusion of hey we are being influenced by the external we right. are being influenced by the external now let's identify what in the external and why and how it's influencing what, us. why and how like how the, and then we can come to as a human then we can talk about it uh, we can talk about we it we can share our ways of seeing it yeah from the, so all the different sides the same thing it's not saying to conform to anyone else's view of things it's to say hey there is a truth Sometimes, mm -hmm. like religions, they're they all are speaking of the same thing essentially, yeah. but in a different way, in yeah. a different appearance, a different personification, exactly. or character archetype that right. uh, uh, personifies the idea or the right. message. Now, when you take but it's away... the same thing essentially when you look at the creation myths involved mm -hmm. and other core principles like do. Unto others as you do to yourself. Yeah. A simple premise, a simple the moment concept. You, the moment you take your knowledge and, your, and, and what you feel is to be your experience and then 
and then you close the door to other people's experiences and demonize them for their experiences is the moment where we get this separation of the overall what all these things and texts are trying to get at, which is that. And to then, look not yeah. in the difference, but in the similarity, to celebrate the difference yeah. in that sense. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Because let's look at nature. Let's look at the color spectrum, mm -hmm. frequency spectrum, mm -hmm. hot and cold, a thermometer. Mm -hmm. Is it too readings or is it one instrument that is reading a reading spectrum, spectrum of it all of all that all the variances within that one field exactly red and blue ain't that how it work red and blue there's a spectrum here and there's a middle point and but we're constantly floating between the two ideas we're caught up of, yeah in of, the, in the of, polarity of, of it Instead of seeing the whole Instead of seeing whole the whole thing that we're one being that feels hot and cold at different variety and different times in life. And we're going through a human experience in which we are meant to try. I hope if that's like, I hope to feel a level of peace and not, you know, like, I think we got bored as hell. I think we got bored as hell because we built up so much protection from when we were the cavemen and the animals were ruling this motherfucking earth that now we just got bored and have filled the time with trying to attack one another instead of realizing like we have to build shelter, we have to build home, we have to make sure that the outside world is not fucking attacking us all the time. Right, it's time we transform and evolve out of the, step out of Plato's cave into the light of nature, of, of variation of species, of, of the colorous, coloring characteristics of all life expressions in this universe, and get to know ourselves on a deeper level. God, I'll, I'll, there, there goes my over verbiage. Uh, I was on to something that's gonna wrap it. Oh, and and here we are back around the horn. We're talking about a crisis that could be an opportunity for a catalyst of transformation to create something that hasn't been created in this world before. I think something powerful, real powerful, is happening right now. Definitely, when we pull back out of our person, our individual identities, and our person, perhaps we can see a, a bigger, broader picture that we're yeah. all a part of, and we're all involved in, and perhaps we'll see then that the only way through it is to, you, you know, unite, right, and not feel uh, embarrassed because that's a cliche, but unity, consciousness is the way forward, in my opinion, because. Mm -hmm nature tells me so right if you look at nature as a holistic system and see this the the variety of life and how they all intelligently interact as part of the design to encourage more survivability life and thriving beauty mm -hmm. and with that folks this has been a deep dive wow uh we're at two hours 30 minutes on this two part <sighs> second part I don't even know if this is going to bounce yeah, or make it to the airwaves. If it does, I hope it does because I think we got into a lot of fields here. Yeah. 
this really embodies the alternate fields and the way we navigate them with an open mind, with the intention of deepening our perspectives, expanding our minds, and, and knowing ourselves and each other in this universe. Uh, Here am I. In a, in Thanks a, for in having a better me. way. Thank you, Sean, for being open to being on the pod. It's still a work in progress. We're exploring the fields to learn how to tighten it up a bit, but still be effective. It's but fun. hey, for those who, I know when I'm listening to something, I don't care if it's four or five hours. If I'm if I'm tuned in and I'm feeling it and and resonating, I'm in there till the end. If you've made it this far, thank you. Hey, blessings to uh, you. This has been episode two with Here Am I. Episode 2 titled Here I Am. I hope you find yourself in the moment feeling inspired and uh, uplifted in a certain way. I hope your perspectives have been ex- have been deepened and your mind <laughs> has been expanded. If you want to support the podcast, you can go to the link uh, anchor.fm slash alternate fields find me on social media at alternate fields and reach out uh send a message uh like follow subscribe share if you like what you're hearing um you could throw all my information in the bottom of the credits and all that stuff too. i'm gonna be handling i'm gonna be throwing all the handles in the description all the handles. where you can find here my but you can find him at handlers here my enter- uh, underscore, underscore enter- ENT. ENT. Yep, and then uh, if you want to see a little bit more of the acting and all that stuff, you can go to here my underscore SD. You know, but all day, every day, it's Sean Dunbar. Amen, and thanks again, Sean, for joining the Alternate Fields podcast. Uh, upcoming projects, releases. I've got songs coming, singles, collabs. Heat. Sean's got a project coming on September 4th. Go check out the releases uh, that are currently out. Um, mm-hmm. The projects, the ones you heard on out. this podcast. You think this will be out before the project? I, I it, hey, it, it Mike, may. Mike, it Mike, may be Mike, out Mike, very Mike soon. It. Mike made the music. Mike did a lot on this project. Like again, without my guy over here, like he gives me a platform to express you know so job bless all day word appreciate you uh yeah there's a lot coming man we're gonna have to just segment into the new pods new episodes because uh the levee's breaking boom creativity is at a high and uh there's things to be creating here that we're gonna be sharing with y'all so let's interact hit us up follow here my follow Vazen. Follow the Alternate Fields pod and uh, let's talk about it. That's it. Man, this this was a good time. Peace out, y'all. Stay well. fields at anchor.fm slash alternate fields. See you next time.